everybody out there in the internet, welcome to the second holiday edition of Party of Two. I'm your I'm your host, the Internet's Mark Donica. And I'm your host, the Internet's Andrea Donica. Because I realized as we were prepping for the show that we did a Christmas episode before our Thanksgiving episode. Yes, we did. Um, but today we are going to be covering some of our favorite things from Universal Orlando's holiday offerings and grade them similarly to how we graded... Uh, the Disney parks. Yeah. We went uh, a couple weeks ago at this point. Yeah. And it was fine? It was fine. Um, You know, I overall, I felt that Universal handled doing the holidays better than Disney has to a certain extent, depending on how you look at it. Um, but people are still not the best when they're walking around um they're not practicing social distancing and i felt like um just overall the guest experience in terms of experiencing other guests at universal was more unfortunate than what we have experienced at disney yeah um there was a lot less enforcement in my eyes yeah um, we saw a lot more people with noses out or, or not wearing masks at all. I know not, not, not wearing masks at all, but not being like told, Hey, keep your mask on. Like, uh, the one place where I felt like it was enforced was the Hogwarts Express yeah. because now they tell you, Hey, you're under surveillance at all times here because, uh, and, and I'm, a little guilty of this too, in the sense where the last time we went, which was the first the very first day that they had uh, opened to the public, um, I took my mask off for like a minute to take a drink of water, to get a couple breaths in, and then put it back on. But I can't imagine the rampant, oh, nobody can see us, we're just going to take our masks off. Well, also, you know, when Universal did open back up, I feel like we didn't necessarily know officially at that point, like the CDC didn't necessarily say, hey, air cycling through the same space can make the virus spread to other people. We're still learning things to this day. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like, you know, comparing our knowledge back then as opposed to now is different, which is why the parks have to keep updating their uh, rules and, and ways of enforcing uh, safety measures in this unique time. Yeah, and so let, we might as well just ultimately start talking about it. We yeah. didn't go for like a full, full day. We started kind of later. I think we got there like noon-ish. Yeah, noon-ish. Some, Wanted to sleep there. in a little bit more. Just a little bit. Even though they open at like 10, it's, it's a lot to get up, get ready, get there by a certain time. Also, if there's any sort of an opening hour like rush... We kind of wanted to avoid that as well. We started with islands, and the first thing we did was get through all of the stuff that we had or hadn't done in Seuss Landing, and all of the the I think Seuss Landing, in terms of like a land as a whole, was one of if not my favorite sets of Christmas decorations. Absolutely, because there's a bit of an expectation expectation with. Uh, the association with the Grinch and everything, but um, they had like digital trees and all of the garlands were wild. Everything was very fantastical and fun. So whimsically delightful. And I just, I I was in awe seeing all of the different decorations everywhere. They didn't really leave anything empty or clear of it. It was all throughout the land, really lovingly done. And it immediately put me into the holiday spirit. And that's where we started for the day. So I felt like it was a really good beginning to really put yourself into the holiday mood. Yeah. And lines were fluctuating all the time. Like there were certain things where it's, oh, well, this is 40 minutes now, but 10 minutes later, it's 60, 65. And I don't, I think that, tells me that universal doesn't always figure in the the cleaning operations 
yeah. to their wait times. And I think that's a big detriment. True. And something I wanted to mention, too, uh, if you're solely listening to us and aren't necessarily following up with all of the day-to-day updates in park operations and how things have been changing since the parks have reopened, besides Jimmy Fallon, there is no (laughs) um, virtual uh, queuing anymore. So for Hagrid's, for example... You're getting back in line, and you're you're waiting the whole time. It's spaced, yes, but it is all outdoors. So in that sense, it technically does follow CDC guidelines. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. I pref- I would much rather prefer virtual queuing for that ride because of how it affects the entire rest of that area. Yeah, because it has an effect on both Hogsmeade. And the Lost Continent because of how long the ride the the ride line is, and it's not fun. <laughs> it also creates essentially a barrier in front of the Hogwarts Express. Yes, that and too. You, I mean, as a guest, I felt kind of uncomfortable, like approaching the one gap where a cast member is kind of or team member. I'm sorry, is just standing there kind of guarding but not really acknowledging if you're like trying to get past obviously like there's a billion things going on but I just felt kind of awkward trying to get over to the other side Mm. Um, so that's kind of weird and obviously all of these lines have to stretch really far this is kind of just the nature of the beast right now but it is awkward that it goes all the way back into um lost continent lost continent yeah like the seating area or where the the fountain is and they have somebody operating the fountain the magic fountain is around to help deal with like crowd entertainment so he's great that was was they're great because it can be that's true be anybody um i was surprised to see non-binary fountain i was surprised to see the the coin press in operation I think it's great. I think Honestly, so too. I hope I hope it stays forever. I I know we've talked about this before. I don't want Lost Continent to go away. But well, I mean, that shop as well is letting air just constantly flow through. It's not really indoors. But when it comes to how outward facing, how path facing it is, it's not very and how much money they can actually turn. I'm happy that the the people of that shop are staying employed, but it's also if I'm an executive and I'm looking at like temporary shutdowns for like stores and operations, that would be one of them because I can't imagine they do buku bucks every day in order to be like, okay, yeah, this is this is worth staying open. But at the same time, normalcy and things of that nature and yada 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 but i i'm happy that it's staying open and honestly i i see this sometimes with universal disney will kind of be a little more cold about what they decide stays open versus what doesn't right now whereas universal seems to take a little bit more of an approach of like let's give it a chance Mm -hmm. and we know that this is a more special unique offering that people might look forward to so let's try to keep it open if we can yeah i can i can understand that and i respect that i really do uh we ended up going back and forth on the hogwarts express a bit but i think we should stay in each park yeah and then go back and forth um we got our hot butter beer from hogsmeade a little little boozy delicious which is interestingly enough pun not intended soberingly expensive i forgot (laughs) how pricey they price everything out and i don't remember it being that pricey in california i mean i I remember being in the teens i don't remember it being 20 bucks it was probably that much and we just didn't realize it but it's also possible that they've raised it by a few dollars Mm. but yeah seeing the um the total kind of felt like a dagger had been stabbed <laughs> to my chest. I also want to make a little quick shout out back over at Seuss Landing. They are baking some amazing holiday treats mm. over there and the smell wafts 
throughout the entire area, and it is just. Mm. And the what did we go? What was the the train? What is that called? I've got the app open. Um, oh, with the with the uh, I again, you're the one who was raised a little bit more on Doctor Seuss than I was. Obviously, like the Grinch and Cat in the Hat were staples, but. Yeah. Uh, the high ride, the high in the sky Seuss trolley train ride. Yes. So they divert that exit through a bakery, and you have to walk through the bakery. And some of the treats that they had on display were just like, "Well, we're we're coming back for that." We did it. And but, now I'm kicking myself <laughs> over that. Well, we got to to go back now to every. We went to Honeydukes. <laughs> yes. And picked up some some treats. A little bit sad of the quality of the fudge. I think they create it, the butterbeer fudge specifically. I think they make it, either they have started to make it differently throughout the property and it's just been that long since we've had it in Hollywood, yeah. or they make it different differently in Orlando and, than they do in Hollywood. It's possible. And it's not as great. It, like, I, w- I glow about that fudge. Anytime people go in Hollywood, just a bit, you got to grab it. You got to pick that up. It's the best butterbeer flavor to take with you if you don't want to take, be like holding a whole bunch of cups. You can grab a square of fudge, put it in your bag, put it in your pocket, take it with you, and you can have butterbeer for however long it lasts. I mean, I know that you kind of had that reaction. For me, I felt like I was almost getting a little bit of a gram not cracker but like baked good texture inside and that kind of cut the sweetness a little bit for me which was a relief because for me I love the butterbeer fudge don't get me wrong but I can't take more than a few bites because otherwise I'm gonna feel sick to my stomach because it's it's so sweet but then to me that helps it last a little bit longer Mm. Um, that's why my piece is still in the fridge (laughs) Uh, very successful and another treat that i would recommend i don't know if it's seasonal or not but the um the ginger newts are very good it's got like it's it's got like a snap to it but is still soft and the frosting helps helps take the edge off it's still not my favorite gingerbreadman treat i still like the the gingerbread uh, mickeys from disney and specifically disneyland because again it feels like the mixture is different over here mm. but um the ginger newt highly would recommend and did the pumpkin pasty taste any different it didn't really taste any different what i will say is that it felt like there was less filling in it which mm. was a little bit of a disappointment i mean i get it like they're they're cranking things out we've mentioned this uh on a past episode in the in recent memory but universal has been hitting capacity pretty much regularly on the weekends but they even did it like the monday the week of thanksgiving which was pretty intense so if you plan on going make sure to go in the morning really like have a game plan because otherwise, it you might risk out on not being able to go. Yeah. With all of the crowding, it was a bit of a concern that certain stuff would reach capacity and certain rides we probably wouldn't be able to do. And that did become the case by the end of the day. Um, but ultimately, in terms of the, like the holiday offerings, they're so widespread and easy to get to and get through that i think it they were they're trying to get people in and around everywhere and like keep moving all right everybody keep moving nicely spaced out what i was really delighted by was basically their christmas tree trail and instead of it being all outdoors and a clear like all-in-one area sort of attraction instead you're going to the various shops, which is <laughs> clever on their part, but every single individual main shop has a specifically themed tree, like Poseidon from Poseidon's Fury, even though the attraction is currently closed, it has a tree in its nearby shop. 
Then there is a Jurassic Park theme tree, which, oh my gosh, one of my favorite things. Uh, for their lights on the tree, they had those little warning lights, the yellow ones that are so perfectly Jurassic Park-ish, just constantly blinking and kind of swirling. And I I was really excited to see that one. And their garland was the When Dinosaurs Ruled the Earth yes. uh, banner that I hangs in the main science center. That was good. I also appreciated the Toon Lagoon tree, which was essentially just a Betty Boop tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a lot of like faux diamonds, and it was all pink. The Marvel tree was cute. They had, uh, they had certain sized, um, like orbs in it that looked like the Infinity Stones, and and all of their various merchandises that you could pick up there. How, however limited those may be, um, I'm trying to remember any other highlight. Oh, the Mummy Tree was cool. Yeah, that a bunch of sarcophagi. It was gold. It had a bunch of like dead hands just like jutting out of it. Really creepy. Yeah, cool. and like holding the holding the garland too. Um, but the I think my favorite. Oh no, we're we're gonna get there because it's a because we're gonna get to the train. Mm. But going, uh, I mean, is there anything else? Like we we kind of walked through the um, the Jurassic Park area. Uh, we only did Spider Man and uh, Marvel Toon Lagoon. It's just trees. Like it's 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 starting to get colder out here. Yeah. So the idea of water rides is sobering to bring that <laughs> term back again. But um like Islands is a very good park, always and in general. And their Christmas decorations are very well themed and uh, enjoyable. I just wish that at this time the employees and the guests would have a little bit more of a symbiotic relationship when it comes to staying safe and keeping people safe. I will definitely agree with that. I also feel that Universal should be staffing more team members to enforce that. Um, That's definitely some feedback that we should give them too. They sent me a survey that I haven't responded to yet. Definitely do that. Yeah. I I think it would also help if they had what Disney has in the sense of like a front facing health company around because right now it just feels like it's all self-staffed and not, not to like disqualify any of the possible uh, experience that goes with those folks, but to see X medical group or, or X company, whatever is sponsoring the, the health effort. It's just a little bit of a, okay, well at least these people have been properly trained yada 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 whatever because it's security guards when you reach the 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 city walk terminal i guess uh where you get your temperature taken and that is a that has a different feel to it it does and i mean in in my mind if i mean we we try to keep ourselves as educated as possible with all of the updates right now with the pandemic and how we can keep ourselves safe and what we need to do to do that. But I feel like there's still a lot of people that just don't know whether that is a a failing on their part or a failing of their resources. It's really great. Like for Disney, they have their partnership with Advent Health. Those are actually healthcare professionals that are right there. And if somebody does have a high temperature, my hope would be that they're able to connect those people with the proper resources to get more thoroughly checked if they do have the virus to get taken care of um, and to stay stay safe and to give them uh, the proper information on how to do that. And it would be nice to see Universal kind of take that same step, whereas if you just have security guards there, it's kind of like, uh, shall not pass. Yeah, very Gandalfian. Yes. But uh, in, to that regard, too, I think they're giving up. I think it would be helpful if they utilized part of the CityWalk space as like an educational area yeah and like yes they have 
some announcements that play about keeping your mask on and keeping distance, but they have so much space, especially there's like that big center area in front of the big fire grill and the, the studio store and the fountains, like to have a place where there could be health professionals there, like at least that could be kind of watchdoggy of people seeing that and being, oh, I should keep my mask on because city walk of all not to transition to city walk but city walk to me is the worst offender of all of this because people seem less inhibited yeah they just don't seem to care as much mm-hmm. i i mean we're we're running into that type of attitude everywhere but it does feel more rampant i will just say on universal property but especially oh, sure, at city walk and we also haven't been to Disney Springs in a while. Yeah, not since summer, yeah, I summer. think. Yeah, um, summer. When they start, like, I think we went before World of Disney opened. No, we we were there during because yeah, I remember yeah. being freaked out. Um, but uh, The trauma. It was, it was bad, to be sure. But even then, it was still... Advent Health has places all around the gaff and and everywhere you can find it, um, and and it seemed to be a little bit more calculated. Where calculated, whereas Universal's like to to borrow an old phrase, YOLO. Um, <laughs> but getting back to the parks, uh, between no no I'll wait. Um, we in in heading over to uh, Universal proper was. Was there something that you were looking forward to seeing more than something you would have seen in Islands of Adventure? Like, is there something where it's like, well, it has to be in Universal? You mean in terms of the holidays? Yes. I mean, the only thing that I knew we needed to check out was the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving parade floats. Um, or balloons. Well, balloons and floats. Balloon floats, Cause, guys. Because if you if uh, y'all aren't aware, they're the Christmas parade the Universal Orlando does is a uh, what's what's the word? Is a, 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 a I don't want to say knockoff, but is inspired by the Thanksgiving Day Macy's parade. So there's some big balloons shaped like different characters, and then there's a variety of floats. Primarily after Universal and DreamWorks properties. Yeah. And uh, and it ends with Santa. So it's nice to see Santa. <laughs> and it's because that, that whole area is themed after New York. Then it makes it... Like, that's the most New York that area feels. Shut up, Jimmy Fallon. So, um, <laughs> as Cam said, your, your mortal enemy, Jimmy Fallon. Um, hi. But, Jimmy! Uh, Jimmy! Um, but that was that was a nice walkthrough. Like it really was. I didn't feel rushed, but it was just like we had space to explore, and it was nice to explore it. Absolutely, they're very careful with how many people they let in at a time. Um, there are holiday scents that immediately uh, hit you when you first step inside the soundstage, and they. <laughs> They have all of the various team members dressed up as holiday elves and helpers. Well, I think it's just the like the dance team because at some points they would be dancing along to the music. Uh, Maybe because there was also the folks that came out and did like the stage show, but the ones near the end, it it feels the pretty like... girls. Let, <laughs> let's just say it: the pretty girls in the very short little Santa at the, mini skirt. At the same time, if they're supposed to be elves. They're so, supposed to be elves. <laughs> Sexualized elves. Christmas. America is weird. America is weird. Um, I was absolutely delighted to see these giant balloons up close and in person. They would be, you know, fully inflated, but staying still on the ground. And you could come up right up to them and touch them, basically. And... The giant minion was rad. I was really excited to see that. And there was a minion's float. Like, like the the floats were all very fun. And, um, like, the uh, the three little pigs from Shrek made a gingerbread house. 
Um, there was a giant uh, gingy balloon. Yes. Um, Santa Puss in Boots was there. And uh, there there was a minion uh, character hanging out to take photos with as well, socially distanced, of course. Yeah, but there was a velvet, there was like a, it was like a red carpet and it was velvet roped on either side and you can step up and take a properly distanced photo. And it was fun. They had, you know, some cute music playing in the background to keep you pumped. I'm pretty sure it was the, the parade soundtrack. Probably. More than likely. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was nice. And then, um, of course, there, there was a big, big display for Santa. It, it's very weird coming to a place in this time and realizing like, oh, the kids can't go sit on Santa's lap and tell them what they want for Christmas. But it's also like, maybe let's get rid of that tradition now. Like there's a lot of traditions and, and like normalities that people have been able to analyze and go, well, that's kind of messed up. And the Santa one is one that I will be happy to get rid of. Yes. Like just text him. <laughs> I guess you could have told him he's kind of like up on a pedestal mm -hmm. and there was kind of Culturally, like a sleigh definitely. sort of thing. I, It's hard yeah, it to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but people could still get socially pictured. Socially. Yeah, socially pictured. <laughs> socially distanced pictures with Santa. And I, w I will say being able to see Santa was a big like holiday spirit help. Yes. In the, in the sense of like, okay, like it's one thing seeing him in a parade on TV, but, or, or like we saw him at Walt Disney World, but that was a different monster altogether because it was a part of those cavalcades. But with this, it was more, it seemed a lot more personal. because it did. Because we were indoors, because we weren't like hounded by people it was it was nicer yeah and to be preemptive santa does have kind of like his own mini queue to the side that you had to go through or you can decide to just bypass it and you still can see him but you don't have to like go up to take the picture or talk to him you can just kind of wave and it's cool and mm -hmm. it's like we're two adults like this is fine I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at, at least in this setting, it's a little bit more normalized because it's like you're taking a picture with a character. Yeah. Like as opposed to us going to a mall to take pictures with Santa, if we're at a theme park where that sort of activity is normalized, then it's like we're taking a picture with another one of the characters. Yeah. So that seems a little bit more on the up and up. Um, speaking of Christmas displays, I want to get the name right. Um, the, the, sorry, I just heard a peel out. <laughs> Belt. The, um. While you're trying to get your words together, Hello? I wanted to say as you exit out of this area, uh, you are hit with snowfall, which oh, I yeah. thought was the perfect finishing touch. So really bravo universal for this entire setup. I love it. I love it. I, uh. I hope I, to see it again next year. I forgot that we also had an exorbitance of um, King Julian this trip because <laughs> when we had lunch, we we ate at the um, uh, the the I, for, I forget what it's called, but the the takeout gyro place in the Lost Continent, and we sat right next to a place where there was like a half energy dance party. <laughs> led by King Julian from Madagascar. And then I also forgot in the uh, in the parade area, there was a Madagascar float oh, yeah. that was led by King Julian <laughs> with a giant inflatable pineapple from what? King Julian. What song was it they were playing for the dance party? It wasn't Move It, Move It. I don't remember. And <laughs> I was just like, why isn't it Move It, Move It? I mean, they. I'm pretty sure they put a dance scene in each Probably. film. Um, and I was interested to find out that it was still Sasha Baron Cohen in all of the film roles of King Julian. Uh, because I figured once you got the actor for the TV roles, you just, you don't have to pay Sasha Baron Cohen for every film. But maybe, you know, you got to get that money, that cash. That money, get a stash. But... Um, 
I like to hear the same voice over and over. No, I okay. feel like if you're an actor that takes that role, take it with pride. <laughs> take it with pride. I'm as, a dancing lemur. As long as you don't have any other commitments that conflict, keep doing the voice. Yeah, and voice voice roles are a little bit... They're still involved, but it's not like you have to gussy yourself up and go to set every day. Yeah. It's a different type of prep. <laughs> um, but after that, we... So... I was a little disappointed because the Halloween store for, for Horror Nights was this big sort of event. There were long lines and it was like this history thing of, of like a whole bunch of different ways that you could experience the vibe of Halloween Horror Nights and we didn't get to experience it. So I thought, oh, they're doing a Christmas store. There'll be like a similar vibe of like certain Christmassy type things. And boy, was I wrong. I, I had it way up on a pedestal, to be fair. Mm. To be fair. And to be fair. As a result, so as a result, I w- my expectations were sort of squashed. But going in and being like, oh, it's this kitschy Earl the Squirrel's <laughs> tree farm with his uh, Gravity Falls looking uh, sort of face. I love Earl the Squirrel. It's like it's a great concept and it's a great idea. But I, I think going from what the Halloween Horror Nights store was to a christmas store that was just that wasn't necessarily themed to anything i like earl the squirrel but like the expectations from halloween were 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 high and i was hoping that we could get like an equally as like like festive christmas experience through this shopping experience what a what a first world thing to say i feel like you're downplaying it though because every single room was still highly themed highly christmasy and there was still that stretch of where they would put up essentially postcards and then dating what year it was showing throwback images from universal's uh, holidays throughout the years and whatever their featured tree was or whatever special offering in a parade or or whatever happened and yeah, it got repetitive really quickly because it, it was wallpaper pretty much for places where they just needed to bring you from one spot to the next. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that. And I, yeah, I'm I'm bummed that we didn't get to go to the Halloween store, but I did really like this. I liked that, oh, here is a pretty much all Grinch-themed room. Mm. Oh, here is a whole setup of Harry Potter with all of the different houses. Oh, cool, we can get uh, your name customized on a scarf or a beanie or on your house robes. Like, I thought it was still really cool, and I am a big fan of Earl the Squirrel, (laughs) and I hope... I want to see like a character. character. I want to see a character of Earl the Squirrel come out. I want to party with Earl the Squirrel. I want to party with Earl the Squirrel. And um, the the Universal Orlando Twitter has asked the public if they should make a fan cam of him. Sure, I'm about it. <laughs> um, I think the chain, like the evolution from this year to next year will be significant oh yeah um and again it's not that i didn't enjoy it it's that my expectations were way too high Mm. i still enjoyed everything they have a treat area where you can get a variety of different things uh you can get boozy eggnog you they have baked goods we got a vegan brownie yes it was really good like not even not even saying for a vegan brownie, but just as as a brownie, it was a good brownie. It was a good brownie. You throw frosting on anything, I'll call it a good time. It, I mean, it didn't taste like a regular chocolate brownie. It is hard going from all of the sweet fattening things that I love to trying to eat healthier and better for myself, in respect to my sensitivities, and it's hard sometimes. But I will say that this vegan brownie was pretty good and they had basically put like a rudolph the red-nosed reindeer sort of uh image on top of the brownie which was cool and there were candy canes poking out of it which yeah for his antlers yeah but Yeah, yeah candy candy canes with like candy with chocolate has to be very specific. And that particular pairing, I'm not a fan of, but if y'all are, great. Happy for it. I thought it was really good. And they also had um, 
gummy Christmas tree lights, which I thought was hilarious. And all of the uh, team members were perfectly jolly in the area. They got to be indoors. So when we went, it was still kind of hot before like the chill took a big turn. Oh, yeah. So to have one of the indoor positions of like the the parade or this, I'm sure is like a is like a primo. I can put it back on the table if you want. Um, is like a primo position to have, and all of the interactions that we had were great. I'm very excited for in January all of the Earl of the Squirrel merch to be like five bucks. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Seriously, that's what that's when I got this uh, Knott's Merry Farm <laughs> shirt, and I was so lucky to find a Knott's Merry Farm shirt that didn't have a year on it. Yeah, because seriously. everything had a year, and then to be able to find this where it just says Knott's Merry Farm, I'm a oh, I'm a big fan, and that's that's something that I'm missing this year. The fact that we can't go to Knott's. Well, I mean, the world, yeah. but in the sense of I last year when we did go to Knott's, that would that would have become a new tradition for me. Oh, absolutely! It, like, did did we name it the best Christmas experience? We might have. I think we did. We. I think we did. We really, we really enjoyed that trip. It was rad. That was that was a wonderful trip, and um, I know that they have some sort of a. They have like the the dining, the pass. Yeah, sort yeah. Of a thing. They're they're keeping it going, and then Six Flags, for example, this year is doing a drive through experience. <sighs> Uh, I have been invited to this experience, actually. Jessica. Oh, okay. She's trying to get a, a socially distanced car group to go. And uh, hey, you know what? It, it sounds like fun. And Yeah, we got to get over to California first. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. I know, I know, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, like... When I heard that Six Flags was doing something, I was like, "Okay, we're ta- we're talking about Universal." But I'm um, sorry, no, 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 Yumi. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like we we're talking about you. Universal, but Knotts. If you have an opportunity, if you're in and around the Southern California area, this most recent lockdown probably made it a lot harder to be able to go do stuff at Knotts. Yeah. Um. But out of going to get like Christmas offering or uh, Harry Potter offerings at City Walk, which isn't a bad deal because it's free parking and you can go get fresh butter beer. Um, and I don't, I didn't look into what other treats you can get, but you can at least get fresh butter beer. Yeah. Um, which is, that's, that's not a bad plan. That's what everyone was waiting for. If you had to do one thing, I would still say knots. Even with Buena Vista Street opening back up. Oh, you gotta get a corn dog. No, go to knots. You'll, you'll have a better time. Even if it's just food. Um, Yeah. Weird to be like so distant from it and be like, no, our lasting impression from Knotts was so positive that 10 out of 10, I would recommend Knotts Mary Farm over a whole bunch of other stuff. Well, I think also just as Americans, it has that quintessentially perfect American Christmas experience because, you like know, the, the frontier and the trees and like I remember getting on the Calico mine train and we were waiting for the train to start and there was this beautiful fog haze that was just kind of settling around and just seeing, with, seeing all of the lights through it, it and was, all the commotion and the music. <sighs> yeah. That was I remember what like sitting on the train and looking out and being just or or it was it was both getting on and waiting to de detrain was so pretty and there's there's something about anaheim during the winter um but i I (laughs) very romantic very nice very pleasant and i hope this time next year when we have a little bit more freedom of movement that we could go experience it again universal you're making us think about other happier things they're they're doing the best they're doing the best they can and working out twice a day but look Again, we're we're comparing, we're comparing, but still, in this moment, I would say Universal is being the most responsible because the way that they have done this is better for socially distancing right now, as opposed to 
them doing this whole light package on Cinderella Castle over in Magic Kingdom, where literally everyone is freaking congregating still in one place, even though there's only just, you know, one projection on the castle for like, what, 10, 15 minutes at a time. Now they're shooting off a couple of fireworks. Like, it's not... This is what you're not supposed to do. They have the spots down. They have spots down in the Main Street area now, not when we went. But I'd have to say also universal in terms of, like, distancing, yes. Masks, everybody can work on, but universal needs a lot better enforcement. Um, But they also have the the Harry Potter... um, Hogwarts still has light projections running yes it's not the whole show but it's still something where people will stop and look at it and they did when we were there we had to it wasn't like shoulder to shoulder bumper to bumper it wasn't crazy but it was still but it was still something where people were stopped and gathered sure so it needs to be worked on on all fronts and um going back to orlando the universal orlando proper um we did that we did that um, I had to see SpongeBob's tree oh, because yeah. that that was that was the best to me. That's that's like Christmas tree to do like a fully three themed tree like that is a goal, like one hundred percent. And let me make sure that the focus. I'd like light to is have our own Christmas tree trail in the future where we just have differently themed trees all yeah. throughout the home. Like it's got the flower pattern of the ocean. It's got. Uh, the pineapple, it's not as the, the topper, but it's got a lot of fun colors and, and, and fun shapes. Uh, we took a picture with, with uh, our boy Gary. Yes. Um, bless his heart. Had a dance party with him. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, did it. Like, they're still playing the jellyfish jam, but that's that's something for a different time. Um, Hogwarts was... I, I keep saying Hogwarts. Um, Diagon Alley was very hard to enjoy, because everybody was stopping, everybody was yeah. like stutter walking, and it's because it had to be designed to a certain degree, and that's understandable. Thanks, but J.K. I, Rowling. I will. Oh, mm. Sorry, uh, that's I'm fine. saying it sarcastically. No, sure, sure, sure. Um, but it's a thing of there. That is a place to have a uh, an increase of cast members or an increase of stanchions or an increase of some sort of indicator of in order like i wonder if you if you should even do like one-way streets to the sense where there's one entrance into the land there's one exit into the land that's what we had to do for for uh like certain lands in disney had that didn't batu have that when we went yeah, but that doesn't mean that people were respecting those guidelines either. That's fair. But at least at least <laughs> if there's some at least if there's something in place, then it's it's the Wild West. And not to reference the Wild 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 West show, but it's it's a lot it's a lot more I'd say Disney has more stuff more more like um not, not restrictions, guidelines. Disney has more guidelines that people may or may not follow, whereas Universal is open and they have some suggestions. Yeah, they they feel a little more casual about it. Casual is a good way to put it. Which is interesting. You know, at the same time, we have the juxtaposition of getting on the Hogwarts Express and literally having a team member come over the intercom and saying... You are constantly being monitored at all well, times. We had, so, we had somebody tell us as we were sitting down. And do you see now they're showing people pictures of what the security cam looks like? And it's exactly what I thought. Oh. It is a top-down shot oh. with, a, with a wide lens. There's, a, there's like a little tiny hole about uh, less than an inch, maybe like a quarter of an inch in the top of the, the cabins in the trains for the Hogwarts Express where they have cameras going down and and i'm it's one thing like yes we know that there are security cameras everywhere but to be told hey you're being watched at all times that that is to strike fear into people because well, you got it i wish 
You know what? You know what I want. You know what I want these parks to start doing. You got some out of work performers. You bring people in maybe once once an hour. You have people getting removed for not wearing masks, so that people can see that people are getting removed. So you keep your security in check. You keep your uh, your actors in in check. And while yes, that would be reported on, and people and like Disney. Fan people might recognize those performers. For the the John and Jane Doe that are bringing their family from Atlanta uh, or, or anywhere driving from out of state, um, to see somebody, like, being asked to leave, would, like, if people knew that people were getting removed from the park, which they are, I think they would take it a little bit more seriously. I agree with that statement, and I've been saying from the beginning... They need to have the stormtroopers in Batu mm-hmm. being the ones to escort the uh, the near do wells out, and need to make it very public when it's happening. Yeah, you are being arrested by the first order. You are not <laughs> complying with uh, safety guidelines, uh, and march them out. And yeah. hey, at that point too, I don't care about land crossing for example get them all the way out of the park or hey you can even transition between different uh cast members or team members be like the stormtroopers hand them off to you know i don't know any residents of hollywood or have like a a police officer there being with like a little baton bobo from the from the Muppets, the bear security guard. Yes. Oh well, my gosh. Um, I think you're coming with me now. <laughs> uh, follow me. And at that point, too, whoever is being taken out is not gonna be super angry about it either, uh, which may st- cause a problem. Actually, angry. Yeah, not maybe not Bobo, but they, um, they might be excited. They might purposefully try to get kicked oh, out. This is part of the show. And then when they reach the <laughs> gate and they get their ticket and contract ripped up and said you can't come here ever, that's when the it'll be like the guy that was like hemming and hawing and then had the realization that he was <laughs> he was kicked out and not allowed on Disney property again. Um, Never that, ever. We need more of that in the world. Please. More of the people who aren't taking it seriously. Uh, being held accountable for their actions and uh, receiving consequences for those actions. Yeah, the customer is not always right. No, especially in this, like, you're on private property. There are specific rules that this property has in order to maintain certain things. By buying a ticket, you are essentially signing a contract that says you agree to all of these rules. And by not following those rules, you break that contract and can be removed. And I wish... There, like, what what bad press is it to be removing people for not wearing masks because it's a public safety hazard? That I that to me builds more public trust than than anything else that they could be doing. The most valuable thing for all of these theme parks right now is public trust and safety, and just in general, that's the number one thing for an amusement park or a theme park because if you if you don't feel like a roller coaster is being tested enough for example if they just open it up and something goes wrong if there's an accident that immediately hurts the park for anybody having trust to go visit that immediately um hits their their numbers in a very fast way and this pandemic is no exception. And honestly, by seeing by seeing these parks upholding these regulations right now for safety, that makes me feel more comfortable to go visit them as opposed to anywhere else. Like Legoland, for example, doesn't have uh, a mask ordinance. So it's That's like why people aren't talking about this. We're, That's we're not gonna go. Um, if I had a small child, I wouldn't be taking them there. Are you kidding me? I mean, children are regularly licking handrails. Oh my god! Just but like not just to see how much to no- I, maybe not to see, but to notice more 
how much not just children but grown people are touching everything everything. like absolutely everything or like the amount of people and and i'm so i'm sorry if this is a little bit too blue but when i'm leaving when i'm in the restroom and the advisement is wash your hands for 20 seconds (laughs) i wash my hands for 20 seconds and i would be hard pressed i think i can count on one hand with the amount of times we've gone to a theme park up until like from the beginning of the COVID, like reopening from COVID to now, I think I can count on one hand other people that have washed their hands for 20 seconds. Oh, that's gross. Well, still wash their hands, but not for 20 seconds. I can, however, count on one hand the amount of people that didn't wash their hands at all. And it was four, Ugh. but uh, including this most recent trip to Universal. So, um, and, and it's, it's one no, it's just inexcusable. I was gonna say it's one thing if there if there was um if there was hand sanitizer right outside, but they're not everywhere. In Universal there I, I would actually say that they're a lot more scarce than they no, I say scarce. They're not as frequent as they are in Disney. True. And no matter what, uh they recommend the C D C any healthcare providers right now are saying that washing your hands for twenty seconds is still more effective mm-hmm. Than using hand sanitizer, which is why I always do it whenever I go to the whenever I go to the restroom because we frequently use the the hand sanitizer too, and it gets to a point where if you sanitize so much, uh, everything start like your skin starts to kind of flake and that makes sticky. it sticky. It's sticky and it gives you a weird consistency on your hands. Just stay clean. I wonder God if they're it. doing that on purpose. It Maybe. might just be the constitution of the of the actual well, material sure. Itself. That's what I originally thought. <laughs> just like, oh, well, this is you know the the downside to having to mass produce something so quickly. And now I'm wondering, did they do that on purpose to make you want to wash your hands? And I'm thinking that that could possibly be the case. Mayhaps. Hmm. Uh, in terms of. Overall decorations of the land of Universal Orlando, of the area of Universal Orlando, I don't think it holds a candle to Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Like the Christmas stuff that you can do is cool. It's mostly in New York. Like, yeah. there were no real holiday decorations. Like, there were, the ET store had no room for a tree. Yeah, I was sad about that. I it, but you know, I immediately stepping in. I'm like, oh, with the photo op, like there's just no way to do it. At the same time, I'd love to have a specially holiday themed photo op with ET, mm-hmm. and so I was a little disappointed that they didn't do that. Like, also, I know that it's a little bit more complicated with the Simpsons now too. But some of the most iconic Simpsons episodes are. In and around Christmas. Yeah. Like, do you do you know the name of their dog? Santa's little helper. Exactly. So that that was around Christmas time. There was the family photos where Bart was caught was caught shoplifting because because he wanted a particular game. And and like but there's there's a lot of stuff in and around Christmas that and snow and things like that that are really iconic in The Simpsons. And I wish that they they would do a little bit. But I totally understand why they don't. Yeah. Um, uh, which, which is a little unfortunate. Like, there's stuff in and around Moe's that they could do. There's, there's, um, I mean, they are, there's special food all over the place. But we didn't, I wasn't as inclined. If that, I mean, throughout this whole, co- that's not necessarily a, ta- a take on Universal, but just having snacks and treats to walk around with at this time because you can't just sort of freely walk around and take a bite whenever. Just makes me not want to get stuff as often. We wolfed that brownie down. We did. We made sure to stay in one place. I wish I could say the same for most of the other visitors, but literally when we walked into Islands of Adventure, we were accosted by a group of teenagers that were all walking pretty much. They would have been holding hands if they didn't all have snacks in their hands. And Starbucks. Um, You know, just willy-nilly they went right past a team member who team member said nothing. Um, and of course, they were all walking horizontally. So even though there would have been plenty of space, 
you couldn't get past them. They all they all walked literally up to us pretty much. Yeah, we had to like just totally dodge them. Um, had to like pretty much go behind a planter to avoid them. But I the I think our favorite thing to look at because we looked at it the most was in the train station. Yes. Uh, going from Universal Orlando to Islands of Adventure, there was a beautiful Christmas setup. There was a doorway with lights and a tree and and Christmas wrappings and and all sorts of things that was just really nice. And they didn't necessarily play. Did they play Christmas music, or was I... it just like the London theme? I think they were still playing the regular music, mm-hmm. but. You know, the other thing, too, was this wasn't, you know, some sort of crazy decorations. It was something that was really simple and easy to do. I have a picture. But it was so perfect for the setup and just really delightful. And uh, the first thing that I said was, oh, my mother would love this. And it was just really cute, really sweet. Yeah, and there was like... Like, all of the luggage had Christmas packages surrounding it, all different types of papers. It was it was really nice. Yeah. And and that was the longest we waited for any ride, yeah. was for the, the trip back to uh, Islands of Adventure. But, like, I, do you wish that any of the attractions had a, not necessarily an overlay, but a little bit more holiday spirit? I want most of the characters to be wearing Santa hats, <laughs> so I want E.T. to have a Santa hat. I wish that Men in Black, because the New York area of the park mm. is so heavily decorated with Christmas stuff, I think having some Christmas decorations, and I, would put, I wouldn't put it at, well, no, in, you don't have to make new videos, you don't have to make new this, new that, but in, this, in a feeling of like Jingle Cruise, where... It's everywhere. Yeah. But it's it's sort of the basics. It's it's garland, it's streamers, it's Santa hats, it's bows, it's ribbons, things like that. And have him have him decorating the buildings, have some of the aliens wearing Christmas hats or whatever. It's just a little thing. I don't think that would imply that Santa is an alien, though I think there's a joke about that in one of the movies, if not the animated series. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm tr- mm. I think I'm remembering something like that. But... That's one where I, I wish there was some sort of a some sort of a cheer. Um, we didn't go on uh, the Kong ride, but I know that in the history of Universal Studios Hollywood, for a time, well, um, giant animatronic King Kong did have a giant Santa hat, uh, and instead of smelling bananas, you smelled peppermint, and I. That was New York, though. That wasn't the island. Sure, so. sure. No, but I'm saying that I would still like to see King Kong with a giant Santa hat. <laughs> um, obviously, regular size Santa hats are easy to get cheap than making a giant one. But these are the little things that I crave <laughs> to get into the holiday spirit. This type of stuff. This type of biz. Um, well, do you have any sort of a of a... Between the two parts, or between the, the, yeah, between the two, because we've sort of disqualified City Walk because it's the worst. Between the two, what overall do you think was the better time, the better Christmas time? Oh, Islands of Adventure, without a doubt. I mean, just Seuss Landing by itself felt like Christmas Central. Um, And I mean, they did have a few performers and characters kind of hanging out to socially distance take photos with over in um universal studios orlando um for example there was a remember that robot lady like with the skirt that was kind of moving around there were like a couple of different characters that were dancing um no, off to the side i do not remember i'm that. amazed you don't remember the robot lady yeah what she area? was special um uh, i think oh, oh 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 the robot toy on yes. the stage yeah. yeah 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 yes i remember now um and there was also across from the mummy kind of sectioned off 
between the different little mini streets, there was a uh, a beautiful lady singer. She was wearing like a modern uh, holiday plaid dress okay. and singing holiday music as That's we right. were getting on Mummy. There was a lot happening that day and trying to stay yeah. focused on stuff. There was also... Um, I think they've, st- I don't know if they started recently because I don't, I remember them driving out, but I don't remember what they performed because I think we were in Mummy when they performed was, um, was the Blues Brothers and they, they're doing, I think they're doing Christmas music in an R&B style at this point. They I saw did a put a little holiday trim on their car too. And they also have, they, they have the Santa hat instead of the, the black hats, yeah. the, the, the trilbies that they have, but, um, yeah, Islands of Adventure as a cohesive unit, I feel as a as well is a much more of a uh, spiritous celebration of the holidays. And so, moving forward next year, when we are in a post first wave vaccine world, and it's a little bit more comfortable to visit stuff. Uh, we would say at least of all of the Florida offerings, Islands of Adventure should be at the top of your list. Absolutely. And if not, go to Knott's. But um, <laughs> I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Party of Two podcast. Um, if you if you have it in your heart, um, if you want to help support the show, uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash party of two pod. You can sign up for a financial subscription. Uh, we're doing all of this. It's all free. We're going to keep all doing it for free. But if you want to support us, you can sign up for a monthly donation. Uh, in I think it's a, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Again, we're going to keep doing this the way that we're doing it. We're not going to change anything. We appreciate your listenership. Uh, tell your friends. Yeah. That's a great way for this to, to, to grow is for everybody to tell your friends. Um, if you're listening to us on Anchor, we record the show live on uh, twitch.tv slash markbedonica. But at the same time, um, we've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks. Next week's episode is going to be our last for the season. Um, and And whether that's the the winter season or season three we're still figuring out uh but i'm pretty sure we're just going to end season three i think that's going to be the last episode of the season so if you want to send us off with a bang uh make sure to head over to twitch.tv slash mark budonica you can follow us on twitter at party of two pod you can visit our t public t public.com slash party of two no pod on that one so t public.com slash party of two you can get masks you can get shirts you can get uh notebooks you can get stickers you can get all sorts of stuff um we have a, uh, a Main Street Electrical Parade design that I'm a big fan of. We have an Electronica design. We have our logo, if you like it so much. If you yourself travel to theme parks in parties of two, it'll be it's a nice way to just be like, when cast members go party of two, you just point at your shirt. It's a great way to do it. Or your mask, whichever or. Because so much easier for them, especially with the face mask, if you feel like you're not as audible it helps everybody out. <laughs> um, and I think we, we ordered some, and they still haven't come yet. Yeah, but so they'll th- be here soon. Yeah, they'll be on their way. Uh, I hope I hope they get here soon. But um, yes, uh, follow us at all of those places and, and support the show. We really do enjoy doing it. Um, Andrea got some new art recently that sort of matches... Uh, we had the same artist that did my head do her head um, and it's got her striking golden eyes <laughs> it's wonderful um, the it's it's uh, all of the other art that I've commissioned from uh, Natasha hold on let me let me I want you to support yeah. her too give give um, her the proper props yeah as um, it were so we've we have a lot of people that or we have a couple of people that do our um, that our, do our artwork. art we have um now I'm so I'm so busy trying to figure out what Natasha's handle are that I'm that Clement is um huh. like I'm trying to remember what Clement's social is. Oh my goodness! Um, so uh, <laughs> Io Natatas, it, it's E W. Um, I'll put it in chat. E W N A T A T A S um, has been doing the like icon art. Like she did it for me, she did it for our friend Stacy, she did it for our friend Nate, and then to sort of close the circle before moving on to another thing, um, we made sure that we had Andrea's so that uh, we could match, and now we do. And um, 
So thank you to oh, and I was gonna get Clements too, and then I totally, <laughs> I totally dragged. But his his should be a lot easier. Um, but we appreciate all of the work that they have done for yeah. us. They look great. Clement I'm really our, excited. Made our logo. So party of two, our party of two logo, our uh, inanimatronics logo, our Beyond Blue Sky logo, and he is at the Clement W. Um, he is an artist for hire. If you need, if you need art, we would recommend those two people first because uh they're wonderful human beings and uh we support them supporting us making us look like we're we have decent art um because it's even better it's it's remarkable and and we appreciate them and we appreciate you for listening uh if you want to follow along uh with us you can either follow us on twitter at party of two pod or on our individual accounts you can find me on twitter at dole whip drea and you can find me at mark b donica i also stream on here different stuff um i think squadrons is what we're going to stick with for the time like for the time being um i don't think the campaign is very long but star wars ships seems like a a best a good idea to spend some time and with how good it's been looking on the ps5 i think we're going to keep stick with that but make sure to to follow on twitter because sometimes i put it out to the universe what uh they want me to stream so be a part of that be a part of this follow thank you to everybody who's followed we appreciate you all of our subscribers we love you very very much uh we're very proud of you it's been a hell of a year let's end it with a bang next week season finale thank you we love you and we'll see you on the next ride